Welcome to How to Get Laid on Tinder for Men, where we explore sex, dating, communication, and everything in between. Here's to more adventures, fun, and great sex. Welcome. Today we're going to be talking about committed relationships versus wham bam. Is there a middle ground? Welcome, Carmen. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Carmen, we are at an unprecedented time in the history of mankind. We are. Where people no longer need to be in traditional marriages to feed themselves, have children and have sex and live life. Yes. Yeah. But I, I do wonder if there's a lot of grey in there around what the opportunities are. Yeah, I find it both mutually very exciting that we get to create realities um, for ourselves, but I do think it can be stressful because people like categories. Um, Categories create a shorthand for things and it sometimes can make it easier. So I I like exploring the grey, but, yeah, it can be a bit heavy sometimes. Yeah, and I even remember back in the day when, you know, people used to ask, you know, will you go with me? Because even if you were, you know, you had to to have the label to work out that, you know, you were, you know, in 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 the US it was going steady, in Australia it was just going. Um, These days you'd say, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Before we jump into there though, Carmen, let's explore this whole concept of um, a relationship. Yes. So the title of this podcast is um, committed relationship versus wham bam. Is there a middle ground? But let's let's look at what relationship really means. So, what's your take on it? I think sometimes people are scared of the word relationship because they think of um, you know a traditional committed um, romantic relationship, and I think a lot of people feel restricted by that idea. Um, but when I think of the t- word relationship, it's about your you know, the interactions you have with anyone in your life. So in the context of dating, if you have, you know, a hookup and you see someone for half an hour and that's it, you have a relationship for that half an hour. If you, uh, you know, conversely, if you've been having sex with someone for the, you know, every fortnight for the last four years and sex and chats and a bit of Netflix and chill, you have a relationship with that person as well. So, It doesn't mean you're exclusive. It doesn't mean there's a commitment. It doesn't mean anything. But you are having a relationship with these people. Yeah, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head there, where it's a bit of a scary word. And what comes into people's brains is that it's you know um, it's committed and exclusive. Yeah, like you'll see on dating apps, um, men going, "Oh, I'm not looking for a relationship at the moment." And it's like, yeah, well, you know, what does relationship mean to you? Like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's a good question. What does relationship mean to you? Uh, because in my book, I, I sort of use it as a generalist term of, you know, commitment and how eventually men in particular want a relationship. There's not mm-hmm. many older men in comparison to women who are single that, you know, they like to have that person in their life. Um, but let's look at the um, the grey area around it. 
Yes. Because Carmen, I don't want a committed relationship. I have, you know, two amazing kids and an amazing business partner. I don't know who that would be. Um, <laughs> and I have great network of friends. I'm financially free. So, um, yeah, I think I want something in between, but it's really hard to get the thing in between when I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> well said, Maureen. So, um, yeah, it's really, really tricky for me because I went through a stage of having wham-bam, right? Mm. So, And the wham-bam might have moved into a little bit of, you know, cuddling in bed, you know, bed talk or whatever. But after a while, it becomes a little bit unfulfilling. And, um, or even if it's fulfilling, there's part of me that wants more. Yeah, and I think this is a common story I hear from men and also a, a common story in, in my case as well. So I've been down the wham-bam route and tell you what, it was pretty exciting when it was happening. But now for some reason I've lost interest in it. Maybe I might find interest in it at some point in the future, but for now, like it's not really pressing my buttons like it used to. And a lot of the men that I speak to, they tell a similar story. Yeah. They don't want this idea of a, you know, marriage and or whatever that means to them in their head, but they also want some connection, like something more than just sex. And so I think there's a lot of demand for this middle ground, but it's confusing. Yeah. And it is confusing. And because what hit a hotspot for me was, you know, you're saying, you know, they want connection. And I st- I think that you can still have a lot of connection. And maybe it's because of my particular circumstance where I've been um, sleeping with the same guy for six years that I feel quite connected um, mm. sexually to this person. So it sounds like you're you're wanting more intellectual connection as well. Yeah. And so I've given, you know, a lot of thought to the different components of a relationship. So there's, um, there's like a shared, uh, community, there's activities, there is, um, a shared vision, there is sex, there's intellectual and there's emotional. So, so all of those are on there, you know, are on a spectrum and, if you look at any relationship in your life, there's some, some people will give you those things. So Maureen and I, we've got like a shared community where there's definitely overlap in our community. We've got a shared vision. We're emotionally connected. We're not having sex, you know, whatever. So like there's, and so there's things that the, my relationship with Maureen are giving me, which are different to, you know, um, you know, a relationship with someone who I'm sleeping with and, you know, watching a bit of TV. TV with. But you know what's really tricky for me is because I get all those things that you talked about, you know, the community, sharing a vision, emotional connection with several key people in my life and you in Mm. particular. So everything's ticked but it's not aligned with the person I'm having sex with. Yes. So is it that we want all all this tied up nicely in a bow, Um, you know, and and how, how can it work? So I find there's it's a little bit what with what you said that there's these different levels, and for me there's also um, things like the you know straight wham bam you know having sex and then gone. There's the cuddling in bed, then there's the um, potentially and and talking, then there's the sleeping over as the next stage, um, which I look you know they've been a part of my past. There's, the thing that I want now, though, is 
to merge that with you know activities and meeting in public and you know so it's like this expansion of the relationship into the public arena and to the activities arena yes and and i think you know that 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 progression that you just shared i think there's all these nuances in it so I was once in a relationship for six months with this guy. We um, we met each other's families. We did all these activities together. Like we were just, our relationship was activity-based. The sexual connection was insane. And then we went on holidays together and, you know, things sort of slowed down a little bit. And I'm just like, oh, we have no emotional connection. Like it took me six months to work it out because there's all this other awesomeness that was going on. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a prerequisite for any, you know, relationship that I'm going to have for more than half an hour. Like there needs to be some sort of emotional connection. So although we did everything, like on the surface, we looked like the perfect couple, like they just, that wasn't there. Yeah. So that, so it sounds like it's, that was the deal breaker for you. Yeah, I just I worked out that when things slowed down, like I just felt a bit lonely around him. Yeah. Yeah. And so we then tried to be friends a bit later, but the emotional we had the shared interest and everything, but the emotional connection wasn't there. So, you know, I've just yeah, I just decided that that's not something I'm going to accept in any of my relationships, whether I'm sleeping with the person or not. So, um what does emotional connection look like to you? Yeah, I, once again, I don't really have a full answer. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, like a feeling, you know, a feeling of being seen, a feeling of being understood. So what I found with this guy in particular, I thought we were emotionally close because he shared with me all the drama he was having with his ex and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I didn't feel seen by him. So, yeah, I know that's vague, but, yeah. Yeah. That's all well, I, I, got. Think, I think it's a really big one. Um, I want to be seen more than boobs in a vagina. Yes. And so even though they're both pretty good, <laughs> if I do so, so myself, um, but I think that's that's a big one. As Part of it for me is being seen and appreciated. And so if, and admittedly it's a bit problematic for me because I tend to go out with young guys and they're in a different place to me. But I feel like I want to be able to be seen with you in public and hang out and do stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's part of it as well, to be seen as somebody that you're proud to be hanging out with. Yes. Yeah. Uh, There's definitely something to the public thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then so we're talking about, you know, being in a committed relationship versus wham, bam, and, you know, is there a middle ground? Um, You know, what is a committed relationship, Carmen, in your view? I think when people think of committed relationships, they think of the marriages that they see. And so, you know, marriage that most people see is that of their parents. And so people have bring different ideas or baggage, if you will, to the idea of what marriage is. And so, yes, so that's what I think of when I think of committed relationship. You know, even if there's not a marriage component, like a similar thing. I actually just think commitment, you know, it ha- has really negative con- connotations. Like it's really, as you mentioned before today, the restriction around it. 
Yeah, so I think sometimes people think of commitment, they think of sexual exclusivity, um, but that's not necessarily so. There's plenty of committed relationships I know of that don't have sexual um, exclusivity to them. Um, And then there are relationships like us, we're currently committed to working on a goal together and there's no sex in our relationship at all. So uh, I think people think they often come together, but you can separate any of these elements out. Like, you know, it's like a pick and mix. You can create your own adventure. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's delve into that, shall we? So, you know, there there's this, it's like a continuum. So you've got committed relationship at one, you know, to say some sort of, you know, um, uh, you know, marriage, and then the other end just a wham bam. So what what sort of pick and mixes do you reckon people could have? Well, well, we can go into some of the scenarios, but I guess before that, I just want to share one thing I'm currently pondering is, um, is it possible to have a number of different scenarios going on in your life at the same time? You know, is that feasible? So for example, you could have a Netflix and chill and talk about um, philosophy, have nerdy chats and you know, all that stuff, like, you know, that's one scenario. Then you could have activity man. So you go and play tennis together and then have good sex and, you know, maybe you don't talk about nerdy philosophy or whatever. Um, so like, there's some of the scenarios I'm pondering at the moment. Yeah. I, I think that that sounds really great actually. Um, mm. And then it's it's about managing that and that, pe- that the people that you're with um, are okay with it as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's way more complex than just choosing one of the categories, um, but I think it could have some interesting, yeah, interesting outcomes. Yeah. If I think it requires, so I've got a friend who's um, polyamorous. So polyamorous, for those listening, is when you, not only have sex with more than one person, but you have like a loving relationship with more than one person. And so this friend of mine, she's married and they're both having relationships with other people. And it sounds wildly complex and emotionally full on, um, but they, when I speak with them, they both feel so empowered and it requires them to communicate better. And I think so if you're going to, have a couple of these relationships in between the committed relationship and the wham bam thank you ma'am you know i think it's going to create complexity but i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing yeah and and i suppose what well, you know what went through my head i want to see someone mm. who's done it for years like how many people can do it for years because i think the animal the the stuff comes in of um of ownership and that emotional attachment mm. and um, jealousy and all that stuff comes in and that I know mm. that's coming from my stuff but but it's you know even though intellectually yeah. you go yeah that's fine you know your status is affected if they're you know um, spending time quality time with someone else and sleeping with someone else surely yeah uh, yeah and I think yeah I don't know I don't know how it would work for me in my mind but um I know that the other, you know, I'm not against, like you said, you don't want a committed relationship. Like I'm not against one. Like if one felt good and I was, you know, like I wasn't looking for a business partner and I'm not looking, you know, and I found one, 
even though I wasn't looking. I'm not looking for a committed relationship, but, you know, if, if I found one and it felt right, like, yeah, good. But at the moment, like, I'm not looking for a committed relationship. I don't really find joy in the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So the middle space is, you know, the place for me to play. Yeah. And, it's and I don't like, know what yeah. that yeah, and it's sort of like this in the meantime, you know, enjoying life right now, all that sort of stuff, um, you know, happy with in your own skin and in your own life and exploring and then, you know, seeing what comes next. Yeah, yeah. Like before I um, went into business with you, I, you know, got a subcontractor and did some work together and, you know, so, yeah, I played around before I, you know, met my business partner. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just knew I was the one, Carmen. I did, I did. I had I had someone out to ask before before we decided, and it just didn't feel right. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is. It is that. Um, that's an interesting um, take on it. I reckon. Um, what goes on for me is just from my perspective is again this. I don't know. So I have had guys where I've had these really intellectual chats and had, you know, um, uh, I might have stayed over and, you know, so it's, it's you know, and we've had great sex or whatever and it's gone on for, you know, several months or whatever. Um, and then now I see these guys on Facebook and they're still friends and they still, you know, contact me or whatever or look at my stuff. Um, but they, um, they're now got committed partners one had a baby the other day There's several have had babies and again because mm. they're in their late 30s so they're they're younger than me um and they're at different stages but I, it's really hard for me to because I'm happy for them but sometimes I feel like and I don't want any more babies but I just feel like there's there's always this yearning to have this committed relationship even if it really doesn't make sense for you that's what I find happens for me yeah, I find that sometimes that happens for me. It's usually when I'm feeling a bit down, which is a really stupid, um, uh, you know, you, you don't shouldn't go looking for a relationship with you when you're down. Shouldn't be even on dating apps when you're down. But when I'm down, I'm, I'm like, oh, I want like someone, you know, I want a partner to come and hug me. Basically exactly. like my mum, that's what I want. That's the only thing I'm not, I don't have in my life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I used to have this um, amazing boyfriend years ago and um, he lived around the corner when I was in the country, when I was in Portland. And yeah. I used to just, you know, if I was feeling down, I'd ring him. It was often before work and then he'd just come. I still picture it now. Stand in the doorway, the wire door would slam shut and he'd just be there and he'd just give me this bear hug for a couple of minutes and it would make the world better. Yes. I do miss that. <laughs> Because I've I've thought about the hug the hug thing. Like I think that's probably like I do get hugs from my kids and hugs from you know um, some men as well. But I'm like that that sort of hug when you're feeling down that makes you just I don't know feel held. I guess um, I'm like like how you know it doesn't work if you get that hug from someone that you don't dig. I'm like how you know, connected, what, you know, those components of relationship, what what needs to be there for that hug to be effective? I don't have the answers. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, my hugs at the moment from men, men are really, I feel like, conditional with sex, around mm. sex. So it's not the same as just 
and in a relationship and again we paint the relationship sometimes you don't get a hug if they're annoyed with you or whatever they don't have you know any love in their tank they can't give it to you anyway so this is all this I think it's just we paint it with rose-colored glasses on that all this you know relationship you're going to get hugs you're going to get you know sex on tap you're going to get emotional support you're going to get all these things when in reality often you don't anyway yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, so I think we've got to be careful of um, of making it out to be the be-all and end-all and going by what you see on social media of all these happy families and, you know, happy, 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 when often it's it's not the case at all. In fact, I know a lot of relationships and I look at them and go, I would not want to be in that situation. I completely agree. When I um, got divorced, it was really interesting because I had all these people come to me and tell me the problems in their relationship. It was like I was the fallen one and and they felt safe to confess to me. It just was really weird. So, you know, I just learned all these shitty situations like this one woman who didn't know what her husband was earning or how much they owed on their mortgage or this one woman who was told off for filling up the sink too high with water and and then I had some more instances when I was coaching people and I'm like seriously some of these people's relationships are fucked and I am the lucky one yeah 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 I think it's always good to remember and so you know if guys are listening out there and you know like you're really wanting you know some part of you wanting a committed relationship I think that's fine but I really promote the idea of going on that adventure and exploring what what could be in between yeah yeah I think it's a a really interesting space so there you have it Committed relationship versus wham bam. Is there a middle ground? I think there definitely is. And as Carmen says, it's a little bit like a, a licorice all sorts. It's about you working that out um, for yourself and with with another person or other people. And I think you can you know you can have fun, feel supported, and get what you need in your journey around um, romance, love, and life. Well said. Bye for now. See ya.